Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get It Out. It is officially September, which means we're slowly approaching fall. And fall is one of like the best seasons. I feel like people just like find so much appreciation for fall. For example, like, no, like there's so many good things about fall. Like the trees start, like the leaves start to fall and all like the colors change. And then like the rain, the smell of the rain when like after like a long period of summer and then like the clothes and then everybody starts wearing sweaters again and then the hats and then and like the events, the football games. And I went to a football game yesterday and what else? Like the family dinners and sometimes for like family dinners can go bad and good. Um, what else? Like Halloween's approaching and it's gonna be so much fun. I always loved Halloween and just like all holidays and just like this whole vibe of like the tones of browns and orange and green and red. There's so many good things about fall. Like the food too, like the pumpkin pie. Who doesn't love pumpkin pie? Like all pies in general. And then like the food and turkeys and ham. Oh my God, don't get me started. I'm hungry. I just came back from work. So yeah, I'm very, very excited for fall. And so that's my little rant for today. And I'm really excited for today's episode because we're going to get into something that might be a little uncomfortable for everybody. But not in a, like, sometimes uncomfortable can be good. Sometimes it doesn't, uncomfortable doesn't always mean bad. And we're first going to start off with a question. And so the question for today is, well, I'm going to start off, have you ever met someone that you just never, like, liked? You never fucked with? You never... They never, you never got on with the right foot with them, or they just didn't match your vibe, and just something was off. Within like the first five minutes or the first impression, something was off, and you don't have necessarily any evidence to not trust them or anything, but it's just like a gut feeling that you just. But everybody else seems probably to like them, but you're just the only one, just like mm, I just keep my distance. Always trust it. I feel like it should always, you should always trust your gut. Gut feelings are there for a reason. They're, they're kind of warning signs just to stay alert and make sure maybe this person isn't as good or maybe like so good as they seem or anything. Don't doubt yourself. Or have you ever met someone you got off good with them you never had any issues with them until like later you start getting to know them more and they start showing their true colors and they become sort of like difficult or they're starting to show toxic traits or just think maybe that things that bother you. And sometimes I feel like confrontation or being that like a confrontational person can come with guilt or we just, it's very uncomfortable for us and we don't want to do it. We kind of just leave it alone and kind of be quiet and maybe they haven't done anything to hurt me or something. It's always okay to not like people. We're good. I feel like there's a difference between being rude and not liking people. We should always try be we we should always try to be nice to everybody. Doesn't matter who they are. But if someone's it's okay to not like everyone. You're not gonna like everybody, and not everybody's gonna like you. I think people as as magnets. You know how to have to attract sometimes, and sometimes two objects don't attract and they don't match and they don't connect and that's how I think people 
can be related to. And there shouldn't be any shame if you just don't fuck with some person, but everybody else seems to fuck with them. Some energies just don't match. And sometimes, like, with that gut feeling, they might not be a good person. And as we enter, like, that season of fall, but we get back to having family reunions all the time, family dinners, sometimes at Thanksgiving or stuff like that, and we start going back to work and, like, working with your coworkers or, like, going back to school, you start doing group projects and, like, you get to meet new peers and new friends and all that stuff. And sometimes we're going to meet people and interact with people that probably don't get on our good side or we just don't get a good vibe with them or we just don't vibe with them in general. This video is going to be, or this episode is going to be on how to deal with either those toxic or difficult or those people that bother you. So I want to talk about what makes someone difficult. What makes a difficult or toxic? Well, not toxic and difficult can, I don't think should be used in the same sentence, but sometimes it can be used in the same sentence. And what, so what makes someone difficult? I think there's difficulty when it's intentional and then there's in, unintentional. And both lack or both share these qualities. And one of them can be lack of communication. And they can be in many different forms of not telling you things or like keeping things behind your back. Maybe just people that interrupt you, people that also ignore you or don't listen. And tones can also play a part in that, whether maybe they put like an ignorant tone, maybe they yell at you, sometimes have a rude attitude with you. Another one thing that could be is pessimist. And personally, I have a hard time having conversations with pessimists because I've always tried to look, I have like maybe a habit. I mean, we've all been a pessimist every once in a while. You probably looked on the downside instead of looking on the bright side. But I've always been a person that tries to look on the bright side of things, even like dark lights. But when a person just constantly ruins someone's mood and looks on the downside, well, just when someone just ruins a vibe of someone being happier with excitement and joy, it can be a very hard person to be around. And stubbornness and closed-minded people can also be a person that can be difficult forcing ideas opinions onto you even if you know you have your own just make forcing it down your throat making you agree with them usually can be I feel like it's always been in the form of like politics or like physiological ideas or with religion and I've never been one to like bring that stuff up on this podcast because I feel like I've always those are topics that really divide people and I don't want to do that to a world that's already divided so like family dinners Thanksgiving Christmas are usually things that are those topics that are brought up and jealousy can also be a form of difficulty I think the thing that most annoys me is when someone that 
is very jealous, right? Or like at a moment, their idea to bring themselves up is by putting someone down. And I don't know, I've met so many people like this. Bring someone down, bullying. It's just, it's very, it, they become a very ugly person that way. Putting down like accomplishments. Like if you're proud of something, you're talking about something. And they're like, why are you bragging? Or why are you like this? Why are you like, stop being extra. You know, those comments like that to make them feel better. Anything a person does is either with the intention of benefiting themselves or benefiting you. And that's how you should know if someone's being difficult. Okay, I want to talk about how to actually confront difficulty or toxicity or whoever is bothering you. And confronting unintentional difficulty is probably one of the easiest ones to confront because this person probably isn't doing this on purpose. They're probably just doing it out of habit or whatever they're just accustomed to. And they, they, don't, they don't mean to hurt somebody. But once you tell them like, hey, this is bothering me or like, I don't like you doing this. They're like, oh yeah, I'll stop. And first, I feel like there's steps to confronting this. And first... You should always ask, why is this person doing this? And I'm going to show with this an example. So, for example, let's say you and your partner have been dating for a year now. And now you want to take things to the next level. And then you guys decide to move in together. You guys rent out an apartment. You move your stuff in. And then you get everything set up. And then everybody's in charge of chores. And part of your chores are grocery shopping. And so... You make your list of everything you guys need. Go to the store, buy anything you need. You come home, unpack the groceries, and your partner comes up to you and asks you, oh, did you bring my a specific snack or like protein bars? Did you bring my protein bars? And you're like, no. And so two to three weeks happen uh, every like two three weeks you go grocery shopping again and then you unload the groceries and then your partner comes up to you and asks again oh did you bring this or did you bring that or did you bring my thing you know and again so no and then again and again it happens every two three weeks the same thing happens again oh did you bring this and then it ends up like you create fights out of this so you don't know what to bring you don't notice my stuff and blah 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 you know and so that's where this difficulty comes in you ask yourself why are they doing this why do why are they being difficult and it could be from either one person or it can be from yourself it can be from two people as well and so when you ask yourself why there's many reasons why you can either maybe your partner doesn't remember to tell you or they don't understand that maybe people do can't read their mind so they actually need to talk and communicate and that's where see that lack of communication and so now that you know the why your second step is to know the approach that you're taking and keep in mind people have lives and people have problems too you're not the only one that has a problem Maybe the reason that they're doing something is because out of habit or maybe out of trauma. Maybe they did something happen in their home life when they were younger or something that's going on. And it's just something that they do. Think about 
your intentions of the approach that you're going to take to make sure you're doing this out of kindness and sympathy, not just to attack a person. So first of all, never, ever, ever attack a person immediately. Attacking a person, and I'm not talking about like a physical like fist fight. I'm just talking about like, you're a horrible person and blah, 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 and like go to hell. And no, Mm -mm -mm. no, that attacking someone doesn't do anything. It just makes the situation worse. It can escalate to the situation or people can get defensive and just never the right approach. Always be calm, have a clear voice when talking to them, be loud, but not be loud as like yelling, be loud as like you can hear your, the other person knows that they can hear you, that you can hear them. Make sure you have your head up, shoulders back, have, it's all about the body language. Make sure that the other person knows your intentions, that you're serious about this, that you're not playing around, that you have confidence. And when you lead into that confrontation, speak clearly, slow, that they understand your words. And confronting this situation, this specific example isn't hard. It can just be like, before you go grocery shopping or like when you have time you can go to your partner and talk about like hey to avoid these like arguments either it can be from your pie can you let me know before I go grocery shopping the things that you need or that you want or it can be like a simple conversation that like remember like can you maybe put a reminder or make a list and you give it to me of things that you need Sometimes a simple conversation can fix problems, but confrontation can take on many forms and sometimes it can work with talking out with words, talking with like a pessimist, for example, you would be, talking would be best in this situation because you can talk about something that you're excited about and just, or like something you're excited about, your accomplishment or whatever, and then they bring out a comment that just kind of ruins your mood and then they said something negative or whatever, uh, looked on the negative side. Talking out of, out of this could be like, hey, I don't appreciate the negative view that you have when I'm excited or happy about something. I would appreciate it if you would just ma- avoid making those comments or something like that. And that would probably be the best approach to take. But sometimes talking isn't the best solution and I want to discuss forms that of confrontation that doesn't involve directly talking to someone. So in situation that talking isn't probably the best form of confrontation sometimes knowing not knowing when to not say anything is probably the best idea. For example let's start with family dinners. Sometimes when you invite your your relatives, your aunts, your uncles, your grandma or grandma, your friends, uh, family friends or anything, and then you have a conversation at dinner and then someone brings, like, talking to you and they bring up your love life or your career or politics and so ask her, so when are you going to get married? When is, when are you going to go to college? What are you going to do as a career? What are you going to do after high school? Are you going to get married anytime soon? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? 
like have you heard that candidate A is so much better than candidate B? They're totally gonna win this year's election. Or they like go on some political rant or like whatever and they start having these conversations and usually people sometimes can be very stubborn and very close-minded like that the conversation can be very heated and just that very uncomfortable vibe so learning to take control of the conversation and direct the conversation into another direction or if someone's forcing your ideas on you what do I do what should you do in cases of that, I've had I've been in those situations. What I usually do is let them talk. Let them rant for how long they want to do. They want to go on their political rant. They want to go on how much I should be doing this career instead of the career I want to do or whatever. Let them rant. Let them finish. Ramble on. And when they finish and they got everything out of their system, just, just look at them. Don't say anything. Just look at them. Just be like nodding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then move to like look at another person and just start a new conversation with them. Have a serious with face with them and then just look to another person, start a different conversation with them. That action right there alone, after that pause and just looking to another person starting a new conversation, you just let that person know you put a barrier around them, you put a pause, you put like, hey, without saying anything, without saying any words. It's all about body language. You just let them know you don't agree with them. You don't agree with you, with them shoving all of their opinions and down your throat or whatever they're trying to force onto you. And it's making sure that they, you let them know that their attitude towards you is making you not want to talk to them anymore. Not being a comfortable person to be around. And you just kind of let them know, you want me to talk to you? Stop forcing shit on me. Don't put that stuff on me if I'm not comfortable. And so that's why you moved to another environment. They didn't expect that reaction. You, they expect to be either like, be like, no, I, I disagree with you. Or you started a fight. Or they expected you to agree with them. They didn't agree. They didn't see that coming. So they are going to start probably like quieting their opinions down and not that their opinions aren't valid but shoving others' opinions or just ideas onto other people isn't okay. And remember, having no reaction is a reaction. It's letting them know that, hey, I'm not comfortable around you shoving all those ideas and opinions around me so I'm going to start a conversation with another person that isn't going to do that. It also applies with jealous people. Letting people know that their mean comments have no value is a best action to take. Because they'll be like, oh, if you if someone's being like jealous and like blabbing of or like putting you down or something and then the reaction that they want is like, no, I'm not. Or like, you don't know what it's like or like just like trying to put yourself back up. What they don't expect is to you to move somewhere else because they expect a reaction out of you they wanted some sort of drama and so when they you move on to a different conversation they are like oh 
I'm not the getting I'm not getting the reaction that I wanted out of them. So they're going to stop and sometimes also the best thing to do is just leave a conversation entirely. Do your family members start fights at family reunions all the time? Leave. Don't go to the next family reunion then. If your partner's always blaming you for cheating on them when they have no valid reason, they're just like do it out of fun or they just have trust issues and pick up fights with you all the time leave you don't have a contract with them to if you're not married with them or have a divorce too if they're always doing that shit on you break up with them have a divorce with them leave out leave that environment if you have a verbal fight with someone maybe pick up your shit leave the conversation just remove yourself from narratives that don't support you or not in your favor and it's important also important to learn to learn how to take healthy constructive criticism for example if someone is your friend if you got guys are gonna go out and you get all dressed up and then you come out and then your friends in your little outfit and then your friends you show your friends uh, criticism in non-healthy way to be like are you, you going to go out wearing that? Like, are you sure? That doesn't look good on you. That's criticism. That is not okay. But constructive criticism be like, oh, you should wear that with the other belt. That would make, like, the, it would match the shoes better. They're looking out for you. That's like, oh, you should wear the the other top better because it matches the pants better than this one or this one like the necklace fits better with this or like you should wear jewelry with that like you know they're looking out for you in compared or like in contrast to the other example that oh you just look horrible are you gonna go out with that you can't go out looking like that with us that's not okay and it's always important to remember is this person what is this person doing is it benefiting me or is it benefiting them in the actions and the words that direct towards me? And remember, like, know your value. Don't take, don't get stepped on. Don't just take shit. Don't just learn to stand up for yourself. Know, like, hey, this is a boundary and you're crossing it. I'm going to let you know. There's no need to attack people. You can do it in a healthy way. Know your worth. Know your value. And that's just, that's today's episode. So that's my little rant for today. Um, hope you guys have a good one. Have a fun September. Go um, have fun September. Have fun with fall. Fall's almost here. I'm so excited. And I hope you guys uh, have a good one. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And thank you for listening. <laughs>